0: We're going to be a little unhinged today. It's been a week. The week can kick rocks. But good morning. Good evening. Good night to everybody that is here. We have done some more research and we've learned that we have listeners and watchers all over the world. So thank you. We are pressed for time. If you don't know, welcome. For those that are familiar, you know who I am. But I am Benny Rose and I am with my host, the one and only Tyler Nethers drinking his ZOA, which I feel that uh, he definitely got me to like the drink, but I don't think the drink likes me. So yeah. I haven't been drinking it just to kind of have a, a normal so day. So
1: we're going to touch yeah. on something here hmm. with the Zoas, and I think this is an important and important addendum after last week. All right. Let's see if the actual figure is out. Hold on.
0: And what would this be for? For this actual beverage? This, so uh... it's
1: not. Um, but. So last week, we talked about the writer's strike and the actor strike. And in there, my close personal friend, Dwayne Johnson, caught a couple strays. Because we were talking about out of control budgets and that he had just signed that historic deal to take $50 million up front on that next movie that he's doing. Um, And we were talking about how overinflated actor salaries can also cause harm to uh, projects and stuff like that and can lead to the runaway budgets. But on the heels of that, Dwayne The Rock Johnson donated a historic seven figure donation to SAG-AFTRA and all the uh, the charities that they use to help support the writers and the actors that are out of work during the strike. Um, And they said that's the largest donation they have ever received ever. Um, So he absolutely put that money to work. And, you know, I guess you could say put his money where his mouth is. But
0: and you're putting his uh, money where your mouth is. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, Um,
1: no, but No, I thought that that was an important call out after after we spent last week kind of I mean, we didn't talk we weren't dogging on him specifically, but talking in general about the situation, I feel like that was an important addition. Yeah,
0: no, I get that again. We we weren't out to alienate and talk negative about anybody. It's just the perspective that we see where we're nobodies. We're just fans that just want to understand and want to be able to do the stuff we do and obviously let the people that have their jobs do their jobs. Cause at the end of the day strikes strikes come in all forms and sizes. As we said, this show is not going to be about that, but you know, I just wanted to refrain and make sure that we talked about that and we can, we can put a little nib in the bud there.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Today's going to be unhinged anyway. So it's not going to be about that. It's going to be just about life and the juggle and what we deal with and you know, how we sometimes struggle to get together. And, you know, there was definitely messages between us today. I'm like, do you want to delay it? I'm kind of like for it. And it's not that I don't want to be with Tyler. It's sometimes the week just gets the best of us, unfortunately. And uh, we got Poochie Nana is not happy now. (laughs) You know, it's, um, I don't know, man. It's obviously having... A day job, career, stuff like that, and having life and family at home—the juggling of the two, which you know I deal with—is is not fun. But we're here to have fun. We're here to talk about stuff. If you noticed anybody that's watching the show, I am in a different part of my office. Uh, my PC decided to take a shit <laughs> pretty much as we were getting the show ready to cap off the end of the week. But it looks like it potentially booted. So I think it's on its final legs, as we've said on the show many times. But making the best of it, this is my uh, day job side of the office. So I still have my toy view, which I love. I apologize for the incomplete for the OCD. Um, that's going to be McFarland stuff eventually. I have a new shelf. I'm not crazy about the shelf because it's got those weird, like you just place them on the little nubs. So, like, I worry if I put a figure on an angle, it's going to flip. So I'm undecided if I want to use the shelf now. I might just, like, give it to my son because he has those little Mario figures. They might sit better. If I try putting figures on that, that might be a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, I think the one thing we definitely want to touch on was secret invasion is over. Let's let's get into it. Let's get through it let's not spend too much time on it because we've touched on just about everything with the exception of the last episode um just you could tell we're not happy just oh my god what a waste it's what like what was, the, what was the point of the waste show? none there no. was no
1: point you you ended in the exact same fucking place that you that you started like there's no there was no character development. what was the point of fucking agent Maria getting killed at the beginning? nothing didn't galvanize didn't, didn't do shit what the what the fuck man oh my god and did you see i don't think i sent you the full thing from that so variety interviewed the director
0: yeah you sent me a screenshot of one portion of uh oh
1: my god we're having
0: another moment of i guess when when the flash movie came out and everybody was critiquing the CGI and he came out and said, well, the CGI was intended to be that way. Not good <laughs> yeah. for a for a lack of going into detail. I mean, you know, for those that haven't seen it, there's certain scenes that are utilizing cameos and, you know, realistically with non-spoiler, like most of these people are not alive. Yeah. Let's, let's leave it at that. And it could have done a better job. And DC has done a better job but the director came out to kind of defend it. So I think uh, what Tyler's going to mention might, it reminded me of kind of that route.
1: So this isn't even that this is, I don't think I sent you this one, but this is another, another piece from the article or from the interview. Um, The interviewer said audiences have gotten conditioned to this idea of the supersized season finale, but secret invasions episodes got shorter as the show went on. What was the vision for that? And the director's response I am reading word for word verbatim here we go vision is a really big word and I appreciate your using it but it's really just practical exploration and the practical evolution of a story it's written one way
0: what, what uh, the fuck does
1: that mean what do you mean
0: I don't know i mean i will tell you the only thing that has to come out of the show that i see as a something that they would see as a win i guess is that people are talking whether they're talking good bad or indifferent obviously is you know something that i don't know how that gets approached and you know because people are like if this show is getting this many low scores and mixed reviews how does this bode well for the future of uh, the, D- the Disney Plus shows? How does this bode well for the future of other content? We already know everything's gotten delayed due to the strikes, period. We already knew that stuff was getting delayed prior to that because of just the influx of all these shows and Bob Iger coming in and saying, hey, we get pumped the brakes. Let's take a step back. We're doing, we're putting out too much. We are giving fatigue, which is the truth. But I will tell you, there speaking, would be no fatigue though if they were good. Yes and no you know I think the quality Is definitely depreciated as well Even at the beginning like you had Shang-Chi which I personally enjoyed But it's not a movie that I've gone back Over and over and over to see Which I still go back to Infinity Game uh, Infinity War I still Go back to uh, Civil you know I go back to all the older Phase one through three stuff But why is that You know and it's also just a Visual telling of You know the way the films are are done. So, you know, I speak a lot with a friend of the show, Legend Pop Paul, that, you know, we're planning on having him on the show in the near future too. We talk about this stuff. He's my previous um, podcast host for Media Masterminds, where we pretty much always talk to MCU. The biggest thing that we talked about was just whatever has been done at this point, they've left it to the point where it's just enough information to say, Something has changed, you know, we had a plot twist, here's where you got a fester on. And then I use my words of connective tissue, we're gonna have to start digging back and start look back, where does it connect and that's what people are doing, going back to old content, I've done it as well, but what it really ends up being I see, and he sees, it's a cop out, because what they're doing is they're placing it, where they're giving a concept, That's all it is, it's a concept. They don't want to iron out the story now because they're going to worry about it later. And then they'll say, all right, how are we going to explain this? How does it fit in the story of where they're going to tell that story? If they do that now, they can't recon it. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's a a shitty way of looking at it. But, you know, when it comes to the roadie thing, that's one of the biggest parts that people are fighting about right now. As you know, you know, how long has he been a scroll? I've said it. I've had people on TikTok, thank you to GeekyCast for talking about it. I've said that it's pretty much going to be, I think, post endgame. But some insight has circulated that opens my eyes a little more. The picture that I shared with you and others with uh, showing Rhodey and um, Falcon at the first episode when they're in the after the presentation, if you look at it, what did I say? I said he's not wearing the braces, right?
1: Braces, right?
0: If you look at that picture carefully, and this was a thing that I bitched about. I said he had to wear them over his pants before, right? Because they were so big. Yeah. Stark is dead. Who else is designing that stuff? That was my thought. Obviously, he can just get braces, right? If it's to that point, but I think that they were doing more for his spine at this point. Yeah. So it wasn't just you know, just regular braces. But if you look carefully at that picture, the freaking light from the brace is seen under the pants. So now is he there, too? And there's no behavioral differences there because he's not talking much. Because that's a lot of things people are saying. Oh, you know, he's he's been very he's unhinged. He's angry and he's he's short tempered and he's talking about nuking. And, you know, like he's just very not the roadie that we know not his normal yeah but then people are going back to end game and they're talking about when he's with saying with thanos so why don't you go back in time and you know you know it's like i feel like that could be roadie because he wasn't like yeah it was a lot of verbiage it's it's not the body language it's the verbiage and then there's just so much of the you know the longer you're a scroll the more you like embody that person which i get you know yeah There's just so many points of, you know, the the hospital gowns, the biggest point that people are saying is is the proof, because if we're going to base that, then that's got to be consistent across the board. Right. Theoretically, whatever people are wearing, that seems to be the clothes that they wore. That means that these motherfuckers have not been cleaned and kept. Well, they have been, I guess, to some degree because they don't look dirty. They don't look unsat. But like, are they they shitting, standing up? Like, what's going on? I I know I'm petty with that and Marvel will never explore that. But I feel like it would have been better if they were like in a cryogenic like tube because they had that scene where there was a bunch of, it looked like vats. I think that makes more sense because if you can kind of put them in a stasis, in a sci-fi, I know, or I'm arguing over stupid shit whom we have people that are shape-shifting you know like Emily Clark showing her uh, her arm that looks oh like it's a strong arm
1: oh my god dude why does she have Drax's scars and tattoos like even if she got his even if she had his DNA why would she have his tattoos why, why would she have his scars that doesn't make any fucking sense why would you give somebody Hulk's DNA and Drax's DNA what's the point what's the point of that cocktail
0: well, so I think the, the the harvest is just a cocktail of whatever they gathered at that point. Because I mean, I mean why, why, why would you yeah, just throw mean, all that bro, shit together? I mean, the scariest part is that they even had Thanos in there. That's that's a whole other that's a whole nother complaint. That obviously, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, the 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 hierarchy," you know, talking about Dwayne, right? The hierarchy has been hierarchy achieved, and it's is, now yeah, yeah, and it's now Emily but everybody's like no it's not and it's like yeah you can have all the powers but you're not disciplined you know and
1: i want to know how she was using i know this is again a stupid complaint but how was she using captain marvel's powers how long did it take carol danvers to figure out how to use that shit
0: well how was she knowing what she has in her body
1: that's what i'm saying just yeah
0: i mean she 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 put out um uh i forget her name mantis yeah she pulled her she and she said sleep like it just right. came to her right i mean again like for me the logic if you start getting powers you start figuring it out you have to figure it out and understand
1: sure. but that fast but like, that many powers
0: Both, from that of both many, many people? people yeah Well, both of them too you know He's so so stupid um, yeah unless they're just like kind of i felt like you could say some of them manifest on their own like a superman like you're just in the heat of the moment but like I think at certain points they're just putting arms on, you know. Just they're to listening.
1: show us exactly. They're just showing <laughs> off. You got Korg's arm in there. Why would you pick Korg's arm over Hulk's arm? What the fuck? Hey, Korg has no superpowers. He's just made of rocks.
0: Well, a lot of people were saying too, what about uh the Black Order? The fact that you have all of the black almost all of the Black Order, if not all of them. Yeah. They were dust, or were they collecting dust and then turning that into the like collecting that as DNA? Like were they scrubbing piles and assuming that that's what you got? Because you got the chitari and stuff too. So again, that would make sense there, but I don't know, dude. It's it's a little far fetched. I goofy. think the problem is, as the fans, we overanalyze. I overanalyze life. So that sure. Really so over
1: overanalyze is one thing. Being fed a spoonful of shit. And being told to just accept it for what it is is dumb.
0: Well, that's kind of what I do with my son. Here, eat this. Yeah. But it tastes like shit.
1: Just yeah, eat, it. eat it anyway. <laughs> I don't know. It's just such a such a poor such a strong start. I mean, we, we talked about it at the beginning after the first what two, three episodes, we were like, okay, this might be something. This might be going somewhere. No. Went nowhere.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the problem, too, as another thing that Paul said was we have to go in with just really, really low expectations. You know, we, we, we're I went we're in with no expectations. Hoping.
1: I almost didn't watch it. I was like, all the shows have been so bad. I don't care to watch it. But yeah. then I was like, no, I have to watch Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn do a fucking buddy cop thing.
0: Uh, and then the loss of him, too. Holy shit, dude. Come on. That's stupid. What a waste. What a fucking waste. Now now you recast him as Dr. Doom. You hear me? Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's the only way to save that.
0: Do it. Don't. You could make up for everything. (laughs) Just do that.
1: I don't know, man. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I think right now at this point, we don't get anything till November. Nobody cares about the Marvels. Um, I think that we might have said it before, and obviously I'm wrong a lot, but I'll throw it out there still. I think there's a good chance that we can get X-Men 97 this year, um, if not early next year. Um, and I think that we'll get What If Season 2, possibly, this at this point. Because we're still going to get Loki. Loki is the summer? No, it's not the summer. I think it got pushed, too. So I don't even remember what date. But that's supposed yeah, to be coming as well. Again, it's, it's just there's so much... Uh I don't know. There's a lot of collateral damage at this point from everything that's happened. Well even with Loki, like we talked
1: about it. Loki was fine, but it was it was a, a mischaracterization. Like they they took Loki directly after Avengers when he's still like fundamentally evil. And but immediately they fundamentally
0: changed him. They immediately
1: give him pre Endgame Loki personality or pre Infinity War Loki personality. What the
0: fuck? Well, I think a part of that is him seeing his his life flash before his eyes. It doesn't like matter. It's not gonna change you like That's just stupid. I think it I, I think it could. I think it's it's not you gonna got, immediately you a big pile you, of humble
1: pie. It's not gonna immediately turn you into the character you were 10 years later, though. Like, yeah, you can it would just that there was so
0: much Wait, that could have been explored. Right. No, I get that, but I don't think that he's even really that same character. I think he's really his own because now he's just I don't want to say he's good because he's not good, but he's never cared about the fallout of anything. You know what I mean? And now that's really all he cares about as far as how we left off everything. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I, I get what you're saying. And, and that's another factor too. You know, you have this time that you built with this character over the years who has now died. Yeah. You're getting him again, but you're not getting the same character that you've had fleshed out all these time. So, you know, is it the same, you know, but they're not
1: giving him, they're not, they're not giving you a different character either. They're trying to just
0: make him the same right. because they're trying to also make it like all the Lokis are the same in the end, you know, even though the other ones are dynamically different.
1: I don't know. There were, there were good parts in there, but just on the whole, it was just like there, it could have been so much better.
0: Right. Your hand is killing me right now because oh, it looks sorry. like, you're playing the... no, it just looks like you're, you're playing the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm anything? like, you know how like I don't know if you—it's total segue because this is what I do. Yeah. As a 41 year old man, I just throw tangents. There's some random video on TikTok of like it looks like an older woman, and like it's su- it's superimposed. There's hands and a guitar that's a guy like shredding, but nice. it's like fits perfectly over her. <laughs> I love what, it. Every time I saw your hand, I'm like, is this hand like superimposed in the fucking yes. camera right now? Yep. hilarious. I love it. All right, I'm done with that rant. Over. (laughs) So, Secret Wars, we're 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 left with more questions and answers as always. We're adding to the pile of plot holes. I feel. Oh, and they bring
1: up the whole like, you know, were the scrolls chased out, or were the scrolls the ones that caused the creed to be problematic in the first place? And Talos's, you know, secret or whatever that he clearly took to his grave and then they never they never bring it up again (laughs) like oh maybe the scrolls Scrolls. were the aggressors in the first place and then they're just like okay but never mind dude the guy that directed it did you look into the director at all he's a a commercial director okay that's it he's that's it it. he he directs commercials all right like what's a That's why
0: they're so short. Is that why they're so short? I guess. Yeah. (laughs) After working after working
1: briefly in feature film production, he won an assignment from his alma mater to direct a recruiting film for which he earned an award at New York Film Festival. From there, he entered the commercial industry, first as a producer, then a director. He developed a rapport with the Milwaukee agency McDonald Davis, and that enabled him to found his own production company immediate success, he worked constantly directing an average of more than 100 TV spots a year. Okay. Again, I'm not He, gonna he has credits for time advertisers time. like Coke, McDonald's, Miller Lite, Blockbuster, Reebok, and Citibank. Like, yeah, sure, awesome. A lot of people that direct commercials go into directing, you know, good things. This is but not one of them. This is not one <laughs> of them, and I just don't understand. I don't understand the the show costs like 200 million fucking dollars. That kills me.
0: That's why. That's,
1: that's why. Why can't you records. hire somebody to make a good fucking show? Like, I just don't understand. I, I, I get a big company wanting to give somebody a chance, but like, but I think, uh, I think that's just, not what they're doing. They're not, they're not doing it out of the kindness of their heart. They're like, where the fuck can we scrimp here? Yeah,
0: well, it's budget constraints. Budget again. Constraints, you, you think, about the, think about the actors in the show. They um, could again. have hired.
1: They could have hired a real director instead of animating that stupid Drax arm on Amelia Clark. There you go.
0: Or that, or that intro for the AI, with the AI.
1: Well, they, that probably saved them a bunch of money too.
0: I mean, I'm with you on a lot of it. Like I said, I I always try to play devil's advocate and we'll never know the answer. That's not something that will ever be discussed. That's what we're here for. We'll throw our two cents. And I do think that realistically, yeah, the budget was really high. And I think that the production value was good. I think that it, I think it was a good put together show. I think when we're coming into it as a plot and some of the choices made within the script and how things- I think they should pay
1: the film directors- and the writers. Well, right, obviously, but but I'm saying yeah. like they should get the people that direct the films to direct the shows. Yeah. They should have had Sam Raimi direct Wandavision to lead directly into Doctor Strange, as opposed to not even telling him how Wandavision ends and saying, make the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie. Right. They no, should not, have hired makes a lot of whoever sense. whoever they have because, like, you know, they already have someone picked out for Secret Wars.
0: Well, I definitely will. They have the directors from Shang-Chi doing both of them. Oh, is that who's doing Secret Wars? Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty is supposed to be the guys that did Shang-Chi. So then
1: as much as I didn't particularly care for that movie either, like – he that's who should have directed this show though like if the show is going to directly tie into right like the film, director
0: the director of for the marvels
1: should have did this should have done or no should have done miss marvel and that's who it is isn't it that's the well, only thing they should
0: did. i'm saying they should have did secret wars uh secret invasion sorry too many secrets yeah <laughs> not enough answers <laughs> that's a good one right there too many secrets not enough answers
1: yeah So let's see who's filming. Like
0: I said, this movie, this show is leading right into the movie, right? Because obviously he's going back into space and you know, uh, it's too much, too much going on. It's making me tired. I'm gonna yawn right now because it's making me, no kidding.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. No, so the directors of Miss Marvel are not doing the marbles, and we'll just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, so there you go. It's an inconsistency that happens with a lot of filmmaking. Period. And
1: I get, um, I get not having. I mean, I understand like film directors not wanting to work in TV, but I feel like if you're making Marvel movies, you're already making TV. So, like you know,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, well, well it depends on the movie too, because I think that's where it's gone now. It's kind of just dwindled, and I think less people are interested than before. You know, like everybody has said. Endgame is 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 the end of what we loved and missed, you know, of of what Marvel storytelling was on TV. Yeah, I think the problem is there was too much given at one time. Disney got Fox. Holy shit, we can do all this. And then they, you know, they weren't really touching those properties. But then it's like, let's just go big. You know, you have this multiverse saga. Think about all the movies that were in this in this multiverse saga so far. How many of them really dealt with the multiverse yeah two two Wakanda forever didn't no. you know Eternals technically didn't no so I mean I don't know whether you know WandaVision did is secrets, secret invasion no <laughs> like it's just weird that you call it a multiverse you know and then you have your Loki like I feel like there's like three things going on at once you know it's the state of the countries and the world as a whole all of the destruction and the aftermath of all the stuff that happens within the world of the superheroes then you have this internal struggle that is the multiversal stuff which is the spider-man the doctor strange aspects and then you're going to have all the uh the stuff up in space in the different galaxies and then you have the guardians of the galaxy you have the eternals potentially then you know who knows if we get gal- like it's literally three different sections of- and then you have like the what if. They make the what if like it doesn't exist, but the what if is part of the multiverse. Yeah. It just gets very convoluted at, at the end of the day. And as a nerd, as somebody that grew up literally reading freaking the infinity gauntlet and having so much love for it, I want to love my characters. I want to love, I want to love every single piece of content that they put out. And they're not giving me, they're they're making it hard. They're making it hard for me to like it. Yeah, You know, and I try, I, I will watch most of these episodes twice the same day just to get, maybe I missed something, you know, yeah. and it's just like, you're not helping the cause. Like, I don't know, mm. man, it sucks. And I don't want to say I have Marvel fatigue, but getting a little burnt out of being disappointed. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. I but agree. That's my 150, uh, you know, character essay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you know. I think we can we can we can cap it short today. We don't have to go crazy. Yeah. Um, we are starting the month of August with a bang, as right. we said. The month of synth, baby. Month of synth is coming. We cannot wait.
1: Very uh, excited.
0: So it is going to have Neon Fox and Karen Zoe Lee of Nightride FM fame. Anybody that has listened to us or knows me knows that I play in the Arcadia in the world of Synthwave, and these are pillars in that scene. And we are so excited to have them on the show. We're gonna talk about Synthwave, what it means to them, what the scene's like, what's it like to be a fan, what's it like to contribute to that scene because they are both DJs and hosts respectively, um, promoting all the different artists like myself. And again, we just wanna segue from kind of like the norm in a sense, because there's just a lot of negativity we really
1: don't have a norm we keep well, it we're always you know, flexing
0: yeah fair enough flexing <laughs> but yeah i think it'll be a really exciting month and you know in between if we have time to do some other stuff we are going to be creating some other segments so there'll be other little topic shows that we'll have we'll probably have other people on board with those as well so definitely stay tuned for all that news as it comes but Mister Tyler, do you have anything else you want to leave us with?
1: Nope, not this week. We've got uh, we're playing a game right now that's pretty terrible, but we'll <laughs> we'll leave that off for now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk we'll, about have, that we'll have we'll have one negative episode. We'll leave it be.
0: But all right, so we'll leave you with that. We hope everybody has a great day to this week. Go fuck yourself, everybody else. We love you. You rock. Take care and have fun.